Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Rupert from Survivor, and you're listening to the Showdown Podcast. Yeah! The Showdown Podcast presents the Survivor Series with Corey Miller, Vic Miller, and Brad Scott. This week's episode, Award-winning showdown podcast, and that's right, folks. Everybody sing, brother, sister. Backstreets back, all right. <laughs> or the showdown is back. The showdown is back. We are finally a unit again, a family again. I feel like I feel like the kid whose parents who were. You know, separated and we're going through a divorce, decided to get back together. <laughs> I feel like the child in Liar Liar at the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. I've got my Jim Carrey and my whatever her name was. Again. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> That's you. I am, of course, joined as always, but finally in person again by Vic. Ain't no black man letting another thing hug his face, Miller. <laughs> and Corey Nuthugger, Miller. And I am Brad. Can I lace my blunt with some of that acid, Scott? And this is the Showdown Podcast. It's a Survivor Series episode. I can't help but think that when we did this in the battle, you called me Nuthugger there, too. Called what? You called me Nuthugger, I think. Did I really? Too. Probably. Probably. But it's a good nickname. It, but it's, it, you know, it just it just shows consistency. For our, uh, that's what we call a, an inside joke for our loyal showdowners. A callback. <laughs> a, uh, so, yeah, we're really, this is, it's, I wanted to pick a really happy song to lead us into the show today. Um, we have a lot to go over today. We have a movie to talk about. We have some other stuff to talk about. Um, but before we get to all that, again, the showdown, if you listen to the last few episodes, good for you. Um, <laughs> sorry about that last one. Hey. When Vic and I weren't here, and it really, it was, it was the show letdown oh. podcast. Uh, I don't know. I have a list. It's probably really yeah, good. Mike Wycliffe say. is very funny. 
He's a good guest. He's he's been on with us. That's what it was. It, fifth wasn't, time? it wasn't the host. It was the subject matter. That movie. <laughs> Did you watch it? Oh, you listened. Oh, that movie. Did you watch it? I, I You were the so download. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're excited though because we've been doing um our previous episodes before that with Vic via Skype yes. because he moved to white ass Delaware. <laughs> you really don't get much whiter than Indiana, but Delaware has uh, proved that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, man, Indiana is really white. And Delaware is like, hold my beer. <laughs> We're going to get whiter. Um, and so Vic has been on via Skype from hotel rooms. Yes. Just random hotel rooms. He's like the president. They keep switching them. Yeah. Uh, different places. Safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a hood over his hate face. And, <laughs> uh, but this week, what what are you doing here? Um, yeah, what are you work. doing here? I'm doing work. You're actually uh, working. Our sales office for my uh, job is actually here in Indianapolis, and I had to come back to uh, sell shit and put shit together and make shit happen. So. I, yeah, I was shocked. I was so happy when you said you need to bring another mic and stuff. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, he's here. Yeah. Is he there? <laughs> it's like Santa. <laughs> but instead of coming down Blanta. your chimney and leaving Blacks you presents, he comes down your chimney and takes your presents. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that chimney shit! It's just breaking your front door. He, he, he's just it's a like mere a mortal, black invasion. Santa. Oh God! Uh, he thought I was thought I wasn't gonna be around, did you, Corey? <laughs> Looks like you got a stain on your throat there. I was, <laughs> Don't worry, my. God, my ejaculate from the gods will take care of that right away. I was really Beep. hoping he'd forget Beep. about this. <laughs> there you go. Nice and clean. God. Um, so uh, we we are. It's exciting to be back. Uh, in fact, let's do a quick on air because we forgot to do this shit before we record. Let's do a quick selfie. Otherwise, we will forget after oh, the yes. show. So, uh, Corey, mm-hmm. uh, you know the drill. Uh, do I need to take the picture too? Uh, you need to get in the middle so that we can take the picture the way we normally take the picture. Yeah, and I gotta, I gotta move around here. This is great for the uh, listening audience. All right, yeah, that is awful podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we'll cut that part out. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Alien, nineteen seventy nine, cult. Horror film classic sci-fi sci-fi horror it's all that yeah um and a bag of chips uh it spawned a franchise the reason we are talking about it is what Corey uh because the new alien film is coming out this weekend so uh, we thought it'd be great to uh, go back and uh, look at this even though we've already featured it on the show in a battle this is gonna be the first time we've I thought we did aliens. No, we did nope. both. We did. We've done. I've done both. We yeah. did Alien, and then I did as a sequel for my sequel for the sequel. Oh, yeah. Aliens. Yeah. So this is the first time we've had one that uh, we've gone from battles to the Survivor Series. We should do a month of uh, franchise killing sequel uh-huh. movies. We could cause think about. It, we could do Batman and Robin. We could yep. do Jaws: The Revenge. Yep. Uh, we could do. Uh, oh man, I'm trying Anything to think. Anything with Owen Wilson. Uh, Daredevil. Wow. <laughs> one Daredevil. One. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be a good. That would be a good franchise killing. Uh, uh, maybe Halloween. No. No, because we do Halloween theme movies. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, but like, it's franchise killing. You know, yeah. murder Halloween. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but you know what? Uh, but I will say something else too. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this like like we are if it wouldn't have been for the uh, our our Twitter followers. Suggesting that uh, we could go back and, and redo these. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, you thank you guys. You're the reason uh, this episode exists. Yeah, you're to blame. <laughs> so uh, we did. Oh, wow, we took, that went from sincerity to like assholery and said like <laughs> ten point two seconds. <laughs> Well, let's move away from that. We'll get to we'll get to all stuffs alien, all stuff alien here in a few moments. But we have some uh, we have some other stuff to take care of first. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of space, it's a good transition. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, bring it up. It's, new movie just came out. Speaking of, uh, we were just talking about sequels. Uh, yep. Guardians of the Galaxy two, volume two, volume two. Uh, so you both have seen it, correct? Yes, and that is correct. And uh, I guess just your thoughts. Go ahead, Vic. Why do I have to go for okay, okay. First of all, um, when I heard that Ego was going to be the uh, spoiler alert, by the way, you haven't seen this movie. What the fuck's wrong with you? Well, we do, we um, got the spoiler. Well, no, 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 no. And then, yeah, I'm we, just saying we talked about this on WrestleMania last week. I uh, that's uh, the other podcast I do with my friend Brent Terhune. It's WrestleMania, WrestleMania with an A. WrestleMania. It's not pro wrestling talk. It's sports entertaining. Available on all podcast platforms. Um, we talked we? about. I think the spoiler. Like, I think the parameters should be one day for TV. Okay. Like, next day for a TV show. Not not sports or anything like that, yeah. but, you know, a uh, Walking Dead type thing, whatever. And I think a movie is one week. That's fair. You give people a week to go see a movie that just came out before you post spoilers or whatever. And I think you give people a day on certain TV shows. I, I'm fine with that unless it's a movie I haven't seen. Then just shut up. I don't want to hear it. To be honest, though, doesn't bother me. People post spoilers minute of. Don't care. Bother me either. At my, I, it is not your responsibility. They to, could be tweeting that shit out in the theater, and it wouldn't bother me. Well, it's not your responsibility to, to, uh, to you know, to arrange your social media right schedule around mine. Right. My my life schedule. Right. Yeah. It's you know I hate when that drives me crazy. But I think that's that's just the general that's why you have the general um uh I guess courtesy of just saying spoiler alert because then that tells the person, look, if you ain't seen it, that's on you. You might want to hit the fast forward button you know? a little bit if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, so we'll bro- I don't know, there may be some spoilers get, here. Uh, what did, so- I was going to say Get Out is the only is the one I'm referring to that I still haven't seen, but I know there's some kind of twist at the end, and that's why I'm kind of like, no, just, you know, I'll try and avoid it he as much as He was white all along, Corey. Oh, shit. <laughs> Vic, uh, uh, so go ahead, continue. Spoiler, right. spoiler yeah. away. Spoiler away. Okay, so uh, Ego, being a sentient planet... Um, and just <laughs> the in general thing of I'm going to make a human body to run around fucking raping women or, or seducing women to have my children. Easy there, kind of situation. Those are serious allegations like, you were tossing <laughs> Kurt Russell's way. That was Kurt Russell, right? But yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, or David Hasselhoff, whichever one uh, fits fits the mold. But yeah, like that was great. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I'm just I, I was not impressed with that part of it. Like the storyline, I think if they had done it a slightly different way, rather than just having a sentient planet was using him the whole time kind of situation, um, that kind of disappointed me. But other than that, everything else was great. Um, I enjoyed the the fact that they made Yondu more. Uh, they they brought him into the fold, and that of course is our good friend <laughs> Michael Rooker. There you go. <laughs> oh man, I should have said Booker. It would have been so much funnier. <laughs> bum, bum, it would have been so much. You know what, Corey? You... <laughs> That's his sound effects. <laughs> no, you know what? I, My I, soundboard I... is me. Hang on. So. Uh... 
the fact that they brought him up to the the you know the the rank of one of the guardians only to kill him <laughs> off. Well, Spoiler yeah, alert! You got to kill off somebody, and they're not going to take one of the main characters out. So you bring somebody in, make him endearing, and then kill. How him. do you think Michael uh, Booker felt reading that part of the script? Yeah, he's used to dying. Oh, I guess I'm just out of the franchise, huh? Yeah. Not going to make it to the Infinity Wars, huh? All he's right. used to dying. Well, I mean, he was killed off in Walking Dead, too, yeah. so... He doesn't survive very long in anything he does. They just kill him. He made it through Cliffhanger, though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a long time Which, ago. <laughs> speaking of Cliffhanger, that scene that he had with Stallone, I was like, oh, it's Cliffhanger reunion. I know. You still haven't seen it, have you? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. Dude, that opening scene? Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this on WrestleMania as well, crossover episode. WrestleMania, a podcast I do with my friend Brent Hune. It's not pro wrestling talk, it's sports entertainment. We really need to figure out a way to work in uh, Yeah, I'm thinking so. But, <laughs> but that, that opening right scene is so great because <gasps> like they introduce you to the characters and you have uh, Michael Rooker's character and his annoying-ass fiance. And you're like, oh, I'm going to have to put up with this bitch for 90 <laughs> minutes. Right. And they're like, nope. We're going to drop her down a cliff. First fucking 10 minutes, buddy. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She's gone. Yeah, but when when he when they end up Yeah, I know, it's right together, it's like, oh, you got and a you know cliff weird. I don't think I don't think that's a nor I don't think that's a I don't think a majority of people put that connection together. No, Probably I don't not. think so. From it, our show for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and what there you know, you had another uh, reunion too, but they weren't ever in the same scene, so it kind of it was a reunion, but it wasn't Tango and Cash. Yeah, I Kurt did see Rose. people say it. See, uh, I saw people true. saying that, and to me, I'm like, no, the cliffhanger one is way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah because they weren't in the scene together, but, yeah, I mean, you still... Oh, still my God. Out. Someone needs to Photoshop... Uh, what's his name in the movie? Yandu? Yeah. They need to Photoshop his body in, t- in, in place of the fiancé in Cliffhanger. So Stallone is just holding him by <laughs> one arm, and he's well, slipping. They, they've already done the Mary Poppins one. They, oh. It's literally Yondu's head on Mary Poppins. Uh, <laughs> that that line was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that when he's like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> he was all about it. Uh, yeah, it, so you you liked it. Coy, what did, what did you think? I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Because I think with the first one, uh, I was, was watching it. The new Star new Star Wars hadn't come out yet, so it'd been been several years since you saw a good um, space, space battle, and you got that in, in the first Guardian. Now, so hold on, there's a lot of good space battles. Star Trek was a great space battle. Again, you haven't seen a good space battle <laughs> since. <Dick. laughs> Whoa! Oh, shots fired. Fucking gauntlet. So 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 with that, and then the, the introduction of all the characters, it was you know that I think that one for me it puts it just a little bit higher than Volume One. I still loved Volume Two, and I don't know what was up with the theater that I was in, but it, the air must have got really dry because my eyes started watering towards at the end. And you were just getting emotional. Don't, don't lie. It was uncontrollable, um, but. <laughs> That was for Vic, for not picking up on the fact that he was obviously talking about, yes, he was getting emotional, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was setting it up as to, oh, oh the fuck this, you get emotional about, There's though. dust in my eyes, so dusty in here. I'm... What, what was the emotional part? Yondu? Yeah. I'll be totally honest. I cried when he died. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm very... That's for you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I don't care. Are you a big movie crier? I bet you're an easy movie cry. No. I bet it is like Marley and me. Did you cry at the end of that? No, I never watched that. Because you're worried you're going to cry. <laughs> no, I've only probably cried in maybe f- during four movies. What movies? Um, 
I hate to admit this one, but I'm going to okay, admit I, it. I, I, I thought you were getting ready to do the whole I can't remember, and I'm like, no. you were very fucking specific with four. <laughs> no, so. no, I, Go ahead. It's about four. So we got Guardians 2. Uh, Pearl Harbor. I don't know why. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. There was some scene you in You should there. have taken a history class. Like, you have a basic history. No, there was, there was something. Would have told that. you how that movie's going to end. <laughs> I just remember that was the first time I ever did. Um, Parkland. Which was wait wait Pearl Harbor was the first time you ever cried yeah at a movie yeah when it first came out I I watched it Parkland okay. Parkland uh, do you know what that is no it's a mo- it's it's about the JFK assassination but it's not it's not about JFK it's about everybody else that was around <laughs> that um, like the doctors. Um, the doctors and everybody else that was uh, investigating everything. You're crying because you don't know the truth. That's three. What was the last one? Uh, what was the other one? Field of Dreams I have a tendency to. Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other one, too. Um, oh, freaking uh, uh, episode seven. Star Wars. Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Oh, when Han, when Han Solo dies? When Han Solo died. Vic, are you a... I'm not a movie crier. Has a movie made you cry? <laughs> per se. Yes, but only because of an emotional connection I have to it. I can't watch anything where women die of cancer. Because uh, that's how I lost my mom. So, like, that chokes me up. But I don't know that I've don't actually... Don't watch Steel Magnolias, Vic. No. Can't watch uh, Beaches either. Beaches is another mm. one that's that's kind of tough. But uh, that's, that, like, the only thing. That, that Wind Beneath My Wings? Yeah. Yeah. That's that. the only one that really... That, that's the only thing that really get to me. Like, I was watching a TV show. Um, I actually couldn't watch this episode, but uh, uh, This Is Us. Have you seen that show yet? Oh, God, that, mo- that I've show. I've seen a couple. I, executive producer Molly Smith made me watch a couple episodes. It's not a bad show, but there's there's um, the, the, the kid, the black kid that's adopted by the family. He finds his real father, mm-hmm. and then he lives with him for, like, a couple months, but he's dying of Most cancer. unrealistic part of the show. And then he <laughs> dies. And oh, that's, fuck. like, my wife told me about it. My and wife. I was like, I, I can't watch that. Nope. Because, like, just describing it, I was like, nope, don't want to watch it. Not doing it. I, I can't stand that show. I started <laughs> watching. I'm like, what's the point of the show? What? It's just about how the how these different people are, are, you know, coping with their lives. Big deal. I go through that every day. I got to deal with my own life. I don't need to sit there and watch somebody else deal with their own lives. I don't care. So I, I tuned out after a few episodes. Like, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> what do you think of the movie? Oh, I guess nobody gives a fuck if I cry at movies. I guess my emotions <laughs> you, you don't mean shit here on the show. Huh? You, have you cried during movies? I, I fig- am not. I figured you're going to be one like, nope, I never did because I'm a man. No, it has nothing to do with I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> I don't process emotions the same way as most people. Uh, there are certain emotions I just don't do very well with. Um, wait, till you, wait till you hit 40. Sadness. Uh, no, because my grandfather's this way. My dad's this way. It's like a thing in our family. I don't. I don't do as well with sadness, kid moments? serious thing. Um, kid moments? What do you mean? Does that get you with your daughter? Like things oh. going on with your daughter, does that get you? Nah, I still don't cry with that. Really? Like, I'm just not much of a crier. Now, if I'm drunk or on some <laughs> yeah, sort of, like, drug. You've called me. Yeah. I, I, you then send text messages. Then, I, then, it, then I'm a fucking mess, right? As well as uh, Facebook. And it's, but here's like, it can be the weirdest shit that sets me off, too, right? I think it's because I, I'm, when I'm sober, because, like, when I'm sober, it, anytime I've ever cried when I'm sober, yeah. like, as soon as it starts, I'm like, I feel ridiculous. What am I doing here? Why? Why am I crying? Yeah, like, especially when you're in a room by yourself and you're doing it, it's like you, you're trying to hold it in, like you're afraid that somebody's going to see you, even though nobody's around you. Who hurt you? I'm trying to. Feel, I was about to ask the same thing. 
<laughs> show us on the doll where, where the man touched you. <laughs> on a very special showdown podcast. We dive into but no, I will boys. say um, the one movie that's gotten me pretty close to crying sober uh, was recent. And it's kind of this. It's some not. Never mind. I, the, the, Uh-oh. It's not the same thing as you. Like it's not the same. But it's the same thing. It was a more of an emotional connection in life as opposed to the movie itself. Mm. But Logan, and the reason it almost got me was because it made my daughter like like. And she here's like my daughter's the same way. She doesn't like people to see her cry or know she's crying. She'll turn her head away and she'll like push her fingers and in, in like to you know up up yeah, against her eyes stop to her, stop her tear. Yeah, like and. <laughs> So she was like, she was kind of losing it, because it's see that's they treat the moment. whole they, they treat the whole movie as this single dad and his daughter yeah. are going across the country kicking ass. Yeah. So in her mind, it's like, hey, me and my daddy are you know we're a single dad and a daughter, and, we and then they kill the dad. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like that, seeing her cry at that, and me knowing why she cried at that, and knowing. The stuff that goes on, like the stuff with her mom, like yeah. that almost got me. But uh, I you, still, I still, like, I still just choked it back. I don't think my daughter's ever seen me cry. <laughs> she's seen me drunk too, but I don't think she's ever seen that. <laughs> like, I think there's a, I think there's like a, some sort of subconscious fence I know to put up, uh, you know, subliminally, even if she's, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe it'll be some one day weird. It'll be like just something random. We'll give him a couple years. He'll, he'll, he'll join <laughs> the ranks. Happen. Now, with uh, when executive producer Molly Smith and I broke up, uh, even even to this day, there's still like a lot of tearful, emotional moments behind the scenes. Okay, like, but I'm, we're not. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, when I'm doing like you know, just like it, I'm not even it doesn't have to like just do random shit like you know just watching Hulu and I start you know kind of tearing up and mainly because it's still her account. I haven't logged out of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she upgraded for commercial free, and She's I can't afford back. that shit. So. <laughs> You've been king of bong style. That is a new line from one of my uh, from a joke. I I came up with that this last weekend. I've added it to a joke. All right, the Hulu thing. And glad you guys liked it. All right. So <coughs> I like the movie. Right. I'm like you. I didn't. I think the first movie to me it's kind of like uh, the way people look at like LeBron and Michael Jordan in a way. This is gonna sound weird, but I promise it makes sense. Um. Michael Jordan had the greatest story in history. It's a it's a fairy tale. You could it's a Disney movie. He got cut from his high school team. He came back to win, hit the game winner for the you know for the NCAA national championship. He goes he gets goes to the NBA and be, you know goes on to become one of the greatest of all time. Blah blah blah. People resonate with that story. It was a special thing. It happened once. LeBron came around and. People tried to do the comparisons to him, but it wasn't there because there wasn't just that special thing of it being first. And I think that's how that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie was. It came before it. It was unprecedented. Uh, Chris Pratt wasn't even a huge star at that point. Right. People didn't know. The, I didn't know the comic at all. There, and he's Parks and Recreation. And dude. that movie was so well done that it was just a mixture of everything. Perfect timing. Um the way DC was shitting the bed, yeah, it just it stood out even storm. more. There was no expectations on the exactly, film either. Exactly, yeah. And so it was it was one of those, I think it's one of those, it's those special movies because of, it's again, it's, it's it came out of nowhere to become now this huge, you know, franchise starting uh, monster. And so I don't think you can have that same feeling mm -hmm. of learning these, because th they just did it so well. They right. told the story so well. They didn't like, 
you got all the backstory you needed without uh, any lengthy, long, drawn out, you know, uh, I feel like this story one did lines. what a lot of movies don't do when the second one comes out is it actually um, extended the story very well. So you have more of the interaction of each of them to each other. So mm-hmm. where um, where he's messing with Rocket and he's like, he's like, is that a good thing? And they're like, yeah, it's a good thing. And he's like, oh, OK, good. And it's like, yeah, it's really not. So like you see that they've developed this this relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then through and between the two movies, they've obviously developed some sort of relationship. And it's not just you can you can tell when that's just written, like when they just okay, well these two characters are gonna now buddy buddy this, but it doesn't always come across well. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it actually came across that they've spent X amount of time together doing shit, and now they've become this team that's actually cohesive and they they kind of care about each other, but still not too much. So and a lot of times you don't find that in movies where it's that second group come that second movie comes out and you're like. Those are still the same guys that I watched the first movie. And also throughout this movie too, um, there was more character development between all the characters. You had more, you know, you were building the foundation with all these characters because we're going to see them again, not only in Volume Three but in the Infinity Wars too. So you're building this foundation of what these characters are like and how they have that interaction with each other, and 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 it was great. Um, I think, too, at the end, I'm wondering if we're going to see Stallone back in Volume 3 with the rest of those Ravagers. Okay, so that first, um, that group of characters that they showed at the end, mm-hmm. those guys are all part of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, they are. So they were, like, they're what this group is, but back in the day, like, when they when the Golden Age of Comics came out, that was the original Guardians of the Galaxy, which Yondu was part of, mm-hmm. and progressed to create the newer version of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is why I always wondered the first was like, why is Yondu a bad guy? Because he's supposed to be part of the Guardians. Yeah. And that always drove me nuts that he was that he was just a bad guy in it. But um and the fact that they gave him his super fin, because mm-hmm. in the comic books, like that thing is glorious. Like it fucking sits like this high off of his head. And I'm like reaching as far up as my arm will go above yeah, my head. Say. But uh yeah, Not it's, a visual it's like amazing like how big it was, but they did a good job with that. Yeah, show. I'm curious I'm curious to see if they come back. I mean you had Michelle Yo. I mean you brought you brought her in, you brought Ving Rames in and Michael Rosenbaum and and one other one. Who was Ving Rames? Ving Rames was one of the Ravagers. He was Charlie, at the end. He's Charlie Six Charlie seventy six. The big twenty seven. Not Charlie twenty seven. Yep. Yeah. He's the, the he was just he was one of the Ravenger leaders at, the, the, end. Okay. at yeah. the end. Yeah, they had all those it's like you don't bring those guys in just to do that yeah, little bit of and also they do that all the time that little that little head <laughs> the robot that, head that looked the like robot like head a, do you know who it was uncredited Miley but Cyrus. do you know who the Miley. voice was Miley Cyrus really I don't remember the robot head yeah yep. it was a head you're like right to me and she's like oh it's so good to see you guys again buddy like that was that was her I don't remember no I don't remember yeah. that part in the movie so so is that right at the end when they where uh where they all they're all standing together and um the one the, the red dude does the uh like makes the two thumbs up with the magic with the magic and stuff Right after when they have the funeral, they are all standing there. Together. Okay, yeah, I it, yeah. I need to see it again. It lo- but you know that that head was literally like you know what it looked the like old school head from uh, Doctor Who's. Uh, yes, yeah. it lo- it looked like one of what the- it, what did it say? It just goes. I'm so glad we're all back together, buddy. I don't did it did it did it say? <laughs> I don't know. Buddy? I heard that's what I heard. Like when I heard it, that's what I heard. I didn't realize it, I knew it was her. I didn't realize it, it was her. Said buddy. I don't. I don't know. In way. my in my brain, that's what I heard. So I don't know if it. You hear my voice as the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, there's there's a video I watched on YouTube because I already knew I already knew she had gotten it because I I read something uh, prior to that about the fact that he had um, the director had talked to her about being in the movie, but they couldn't find an actual full like part for her. 
So he just put her in there to use her in future, to, to have her locked in to do future stuff with him if he decides to do My it. My dad's a planet, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I, there's a video. There's a great a big vi- enough ego. Oh, no, you, we, we don't have boom, boom, boom. We got. <laughs> Welcome back, Vic. <laughs> One last thing and we'll move on. There, there's a great video I saw on YouTube that explained all those Ravengers. And I didn't know that it was her until yeah. until I saw that video. I was like, holy shit, that was her? It's what happens when you read every once in a while, Corey. I don't like spoilers. <laughs> I, I had to watch a movie like that. I try and stay away from as much as I can. But so I, I don't think I don't think they'll put they'll, I don't think they'll invest that much into it besides having them as bits bit characters in in, in what's going. I'd on. be interested to see what happens. We'll we'll see what happens in uh, volume three, but let's talk alien, or let's talk other space movies like perhaps a list. Oh yeah, you have has. a list. <laughs> Just runs over my shit all the time. So um, yeah, so looking at uh, at movies that have made the CNET.com list of the top twenty five alien encounter movies, um, it's a pretty, start at the bottom. Yeah, that's usually what you do. Okay. It's a pretty good list, and it pretty much has everything we've ever talked about in it, which is I'm I'm actually pretty impressed with. So number twenty five, Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. So another uh, showdown. This one I'm not too big on. Mars Attacks. And I use, liked Mars Attacks. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. It's funny, but I don't really look at it as a... I guess... It, I mean, it's an alien movie, but it just you doesn't... It doesn't more alien than that. It's called it Mars seem, Attacks. Okay, it doesn't... Not, not North Carolina Attacks. <laughs> when I'm thinking about alien movies, I'm not thinking this. Like, this doesn't pop up in my head as, as one of the top ones. When I saw it, I was like, eh. But anyway, they use a Metacritic score to come up with these, so they're following Metacritics and um, what score they gave them as, as part of that. So this was number 52, had a 52 Metacritic score. Um, one of my favorite, The Fifth Elements. See, you know I what? did not like that movie. You I like that one? I, I thought it was too, I thought it was one of those, there's there's too many final sequence doom day scenario after one after the other where to the point where I'm like, God damn, like let's just let's just all kill ourselves. This is too much work. <laughs> the last time I watched it was in the last couple of years and I used to like it, but watching it then you got I, to see that girl's titties. Well yeah, but um but rewatching it a couple of years ago, I'm like, this is not it's not that great of a movie. Best part of the and movie Chris Tucker's fucking annoying in that movie. Best part of the whole movie is the fact that Bruce Will like cigarettes in the future are all just cigarette butts with a little bit of the <laughs> tobacco at the end. Because of the whole, you know, health consciousness. So thing. number twenty two is Men in Black Three. What? Well So what so obviously Men in Black is number one. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you think? I mean, if they're going to put three, I haven't seen three, to be fair. I guess maybe. Is it the best of the series? Because I thought three the one. Wa- three wasn't bad. They I thought one was good. I didn't like two. Three wasn't bad. They go in the past. And so you got uh, Josh Brolin playing Tommy Lee Jones. I already did well. He was, all, he was dead on. And Will Smith played young Will Smith. Yeah. So no, it was Jaden. I'm trying to figure out how they did this because it goes straight from number 23, which is Fifth Element, to 22, which is Men in Black. And then it skips all the way to 19. And I'm guessing it's because they have a tie. Does it, so does it, does it also have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles listed no. as a Best Picture um, nominee? No, it doesn't, <laughs> but 22 to 19. All right. And I'm assuming that it's because they're saying that there's a tie, so maybe they're just maybe ignoring yeah. those, those other ones well, as 20. Independence Day, number 19. 
What? That was all right. Tied with Alien 3, number 19. Tied with Signs. Oh, I hated that movie. I didn't care for that one either. I liked it. <laughs> signs, signs it's just, everywhere. Signs. It's just it's sometimes it's just the simple stuff is the best. Like you don't need creatures or special things. You just you know you put a, a couple of fingers underneath the doorway and it is really generates a uh, kind of a, a self uh, created uh, horror experience because it's it's more in your mind and what what, what you've perceived to be on the other side of that uh that door. When you uh, do see the alien, the he looks alien. Like I don't understand that statement. <laughs> Not till the end, Vic. But that's okay. That's and he looks like Sasquatch. The whole movie is... I don't know. I didn't like it. And I thought the aliens looked dumb. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so those three make up... Yeah, okay. I get, I get what they're doing. Yeah, 19, right, 19, 19. So, tied for number 17 is The Abyss. Never seen it. I never that watched one. that one. That's the one with the... Uh, the underwater exploration team. Yeah. Find the, the, the water snaky thing. James Cameron. Yeah, I've um, never seen it. Contact. No desire to, because it looks like a long movie. Contact. From a time when they didn't have cell phones. Number 17, Contact. Never watched it. Never seen it. Is that Jodie Foster? It. Yeah. Yeah. There's his aliens, sir. There's aliens. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I can do a fake Jodie Foster. Yeah. Sir, these, these aliens. <laughs> oh, they're, they've raped a woman. Number 16, Alien Resurrection. I don't know if I ever watched that one. I know I watched it, but I don't yeah. remember it. So that's that's the one with the, uh, with the like merc- mercenary team. Goes th- in and she's. But they all she's have that. A mercenary team? <laughs> no, Alien Three was there in a, a space jail. Yeah, and then the next one, the one before that, they were just they had the Marines go in. This one, it's literally like a mercenary team of like a bunch of misfit mercs going into to. It's like the 2017 Miami Heat. <laughs> okay. Um, sure Prometheus of, was number fifteen. Prometheus was fifteen. Yep. I no. hated that movie. Everybody really hates that movie. I didn't. Let's move I didn't on. like it, but I didn't hate it like everybody right, yeah. else. Let's move on. Next, next on Galaxy the list. Galaxy Quest. I like that movie. That's funny. I didn't. I I saw part of that, and I think I just remember being like, I think it was at a when did that come out two thousand uh, Galaxy Quest ninety nine ninety eight ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's when I was like a senior in high school, and I was kind of like, uh, come on, Tim. <laughs> Heidi ho neighbor, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, number 12, Men in Black. It's tied for number 12. Heidi ho neighbor. Uh, I can't come on the other side of this fence for legal reasons. Number 12. I actually need to introduce myself. My name is Wilson, and I am a registered sex offender. I've <laughs> been a whole nother show. <laughs> Boys, quit talking to that neighbor. <laughs> we have to keep that fence between them. Make it higher. <laughs> so, uh, Where does this fence need more? <laughs> Literally where they stole the idea for Ego, Starman. Never seen it. Is that the one? 1984, the guy comes from out, the alien from outer space comes to Earth, has, yeah. falls in love with the girl, has a baby with her, he becomes half human, half alien. Like Mork and Mindy. Is that Jeff Bridges? Uh, Isn't um, that the same plot for Mork and Mindy? Yeah, it is Jeff Bridges. They have a baby. It's a hatches, and it's an old yeah, fat comedian. John the Winner. Oh shit, Winters that's right. Like that. That's right. All right, go ahead. Uh, Super Eight. No, 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 I like that movie. Super, Super Eight, Eight wasn't, bad. wasn't too bad. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm an alien. Or the worlds. I wear suspenders. I'm crazy. I got, I got okay. a lot of hair. That's a bad problem. Sorry, go ahead. What was that <laughs> one? War of the worlds. 
I love that movie. Wait, the Tom Cruise one? Yeah. Or the Tom no, Hanks the, one? The Tom Hanks one. Damn it! That hasn't been a great joke! <laughs> you could have done it. Uh, you remember from our Best Of episode. <laughs> that comes out it. next week. <laughs> right. You'll hear I that. I don't know this one. But anyway, hold on, hold on, hold on. War of the Worlds, like, did you guys see that? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. You guys, what'd you think? Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was okay. I thought it was a good interpretation of, of the original. For some reason, I don't know why. When I saw that movie, when around the time it came out, like I think it was like 05, somewhere around there, 06 maybe. Oh, I think it was earlier than that. Okay. Well, that when may have been around Vic, yeah, I, have the, I have the thing that tells us when it came out, uh, 05. Oh. Oh, Cordy, for you. <laughs> and for you, sir. You just gave it a, Thank you Yeah I want my own sound I don't want it connected to his This mere mortal Hold on Corey Don't worry Don't be sad I'll cleanse you Please <laughs> um, I, When that movie came out For some reason It creeped me out Like it didn't scare me But there was something About the way it was done To where I felt like they did a good job of making it seem realistic at the time, you know, like as far as the effects and everything else, and also kind of showing you the the amount of death that came with it. You know what I mean? Would be involved with an alien invasion? Yeah, like that that part of it. Like I, it just for some reason there was something with it, it just creeped me out. Like in, in a way, I wanted to watch it. But it just, there was something about it. It actually kind of gave me a little bit of a scare for some reason, the way that movie is. That sound, I think, too. Just yeah. hearing that. And also the fact that, like, it all happens as once as, like, something you could easily see happening yeah. where there's a big crater and everything else. And, of course, everybody's going to just stand around. Although, nowadays, if that giant, you know, I, uh, iPod came iPod. out. It's exactly <laughs> scary movie four. Yes. If that thing came out and you know set up its laser, people would still be fucking standing there with their phones. Yeah, because people are dumb. Though I, I, I will say the one, the one scene that sticks out from for me in that movie is the scene when he, uh, Tom Cruise, and uh, what's her name, his daughter in the movie, they're down in that dude's basement, and that, and that, that uh, probe comes that in. probe yeah. is coming through. That was that was a pretty tense. Scene. So that uh, the rest of well, it almost had like much. a almost had a Holocaust feel to it. Yeah, oh, yeah most definitely. Yeah, because they were looking for Jews, <laughs> and then they all got roasted. They got dusted with the then they hit it with the laser beam. They were just like, <sighs> was it? I think it's Louis C.K. Maybe it's Louis C.K. Never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to false credit. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a joke somebody midnight, has. Number where it's nine like, is Jew, midnight special. Jew is a word that like either sounds appropriate or racist depending on how you say it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a Jew. He's a Jew. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Vic. Uh, I've never heard of this Midnight Special. Never heard of it. 2016 movie. Wasn't that a TV show back in the 70s? Don't know. Um, this one, music? Under the Skin. <laughs> I have not eight. seen that one. I know what that Scarlett one is. Johansson Scarlett Johansson plays a seductress alien who lures men in Scotland into a series of doomed sexual encounters. Mm -hmm. Sounds awful. No, you know what? The, this is a weird one. Uh, from Sounds one like my Saturday. Uh, apparently, it's Scarlett Johansson nude, though. So Yeah, she is naked in it. But Full nude? Yeah. Um, but I can just go look at a screenshot on the internet. Yeah, you can. <laughs> or you can look. I don't her. need to watch a whole goddamn movie, Vic. This is 2017. Or her leaked selfies. But um, they're apparently That's... they they filmed some of those scenes. Um, like the cameras were off and they were hidden, and they were actually getting people, like real people, that didn't know it was part of a movie. And so, uh, 
and that's how, and that's how they did it. I don't know if how much of that is actually true and or just what they said. Well, happened. I appreciate you bringing, but but that, to me, that very wonderful but, information that may or may may not be true. But if it is true, it's an interesting way to to create a film to to you know to do a film. It's so a fly on the wall perspective, right? And so I haven't I haven't uh, been able to see it, um, but I heard it's uh, heard it's not bad. What's the next one? <laughs> The man who fell to earth. David Bowie? Yep. That's a weird movie. Never seen 1976. it. 1976. Go ahead. The Arrival? Never seen Charlie it. Charlie Sheen? 2000, no, the new one. Oh. 2016 version. Never seen it. Uh, District 9. I like that movie. It's number five. It wasn't I bad. That movie also. And it wasn't bad when the first part of it, when it was supposed to be a documentary, and then it totally switched to not being a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like. How Did you that, see Chappie? No, I heard I it, was it was okay. I just heard it was horrible. I mean, it, I was disappointed. It was okay, but yeah, it's. I Number don't know. Four. It it doesn't feel like what it was advertised. Number four is sense. Alien. Okay. All right. Nineteen seventy nine. Number three is Aliens. Wow. And number one. Wait, that was that. That was number two. Aliens was number two. Yes, Aliens was number two. All right, wait, hold on. Let's try and guess I'm, what number I'm, one is. I, that's what I was about to do. <laughs> do you have a guess? They What's said, the category again? The category is the top twenty-five alien encounter movies of all time. I'm gonna say supported Close Encounters of the Third Kind, supported by Metacritic and uh, put out by CNET. Close Encounter of the Third Kind because it's the only movie I can think of that's an alien mm, encounter movie mm. that hasn't been set on this list. Okay, that was I was gonna say that, and but I just remembered this one, E.T. Oh, oh, oh or maybe they Body Snatchers. Invasion. That's a good one. So I'm gonna go with one of those. Which two. one? I'll go with Close <laughs> Encounters. Okay, Close Encounters, and you. I said E.T. And Corey, for the first time in showdown history ever, is correct in a questioning. Hold on. E.T. is the number one. But in all fairness, Close Encounters should have been on that list. Tied with Close Encounters of the Third Guy. Oh, we both won. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. Top 25 alien encounter movies. According to? Uh, Metacritic. uh, Sorry. According to CNET.com, supported by Metacritic. All right. So now it's time for Vicky. You ready? Corey, did you cheat? I have not. I've not seen any of the stats. So we're good. You sure? I'm positive. Okay, so now it's time for a little segment we like to call... Box Office or... Bankroll or bust. (laughs) (laughs) Bankroll or bust. (laughs) All right. Corey. You guys are looking at each other and still can't get that shit right. Uh, That's a beautiful moment of it. So, uh, so this is a game where Corey guesses the budget or the, sorry, the box office take of a movie based on its budget and time release. So Vic. All right, Corey, this movie was released May 25th, 1979, and September 6th, 1979 in the UK. It's 117 minutes. Wait, just to pause you for a second, you said May 25th? May 25th. It's almost, the new one is going to come out like May, like 
19th. 20th, 19th. Okay, I think you're so, stalling. No, um, no. <laughs> I just thought that was... How is that interesting? It's six days apart, and the, the year isn't even like... It's not like a 30th year anniversary. 28 years later? <laughs> 38 years later? Still interesting. So here's the deal. It has two budgets, uh, one for the U.S. and one for the United Kingdom. It's taking longer than it used to. So <laughs> you have... An opportunity here. All you have to do is get one of them right. Okay. Based on the U.S. budget of nine million, the British budget of eleven million. What was the box office take for this movie? Yeah, so you're gonna get a leniency of we'll just we'll round up one point one million. Either way, and yeah, you, if you get you get close to either one, we'll give you credit. Seventy five. Is that your final answer? Yes. Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Remember. Okay, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the American box office budget. Okay, the uh, take. It's cause it's a lower number. Okay. Um it's one hundred and four point nine million dollars. Hmm. That's just in the states. That's just in the states. Wow! It made two hundred and three point six million dollars in Britain. Wow! All right. Wow! So that's wow! Three hundred and seven. God damn it! Hold on, Vic. Hold on. God damn it! We just did a whole episode celebrating <laughs> that dumbass character of yours, and you had the perfect opportunity to use it. And you, and you said, it, "Here's the worst part." It's not like you you could have used your perfect Owen Wilson impression to say wow right then, and you went with, oh, that's cool. You said the word wow as Corey Miller. (laughs) You should never say the word wow as Corey Miller ever again. Do you think I'm ever going to say buddy as Brad Scott? No, it's buddy. It's Molly, y'all. Yeah, I failed. All right. Vic, go ahead. (laughs) But Yeah, that's, that's it. You fail miserably on that one. I figured you'd at least get close, knowing how big this movie was. Well, it was I was and off being by the cinephile that you are supposed to be. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> the difference between that and knowing the box office take. Well, I mean, you should have gone. I mean, if if nothing else, Corey, let's teach you a lesson right here. If nothing else, go high. Like, <laughs> especially if you know it's a billion. movie. Corey, I'm telling you, that's the best advice he anyone can ever give you. I live my life that way. Anywhere <laughs> I go, I go high. You go high, yeah. All right. Uh, now it's time for a little segment we like to call. And now, the Showdown Podcast History. All right, Corey. Um, through the years, I, I don't remember the exact first time I saw this movie, to be honest with you. Excellent work by you, Thank Vic. You. <laughs> um, I remember seeing this movie the first time in my house on a dark, stormy, lightning-filled night um, when I wasn't supposed to be watching it, and uh, it scared the piss out of me, and that's why I love this movie. <laughs> Way to keep the listeners in suspense. <laughs> I saw this movie some some point in time when I was a kid. I believe I rented it. Uh, my dad owned a Mexican restaurant, and so when he would be stuck with me for a weekend... Uh, I would always hang out in like the loft of the Mexican restaurant and he would just rent me uh, movies and I believe that was one of them. This has been the Showdown Podcast History. And all right, we are primed, fluffed, and ready to go. Get it fluffed. Somebody jerked us off to get us hard. Um, 
Vic, tell us about Alien. Uh, <laughs> as stated, uh, Aliens is a 1979... Alien! Br- what? Alien! Yeah. It sounded like you said Aliens. No. Alien is a 1979 British-American crossover sci-fi science fiction horror film directed by Ridley Scott, um, starring Tom Skerritt, Sir Gwynne Weaver, Veronica Catwell, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holmes, and Yafit Koto, a black man blacker than me. Hold on. This is this is going to be, I think, this might be a new sound that we have. <laughs> and whenever you hear the the weird fake African woman chanting from King Kong versus Godzilla, it means Vic is just reading Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. Um, we always read that part of Wikipedia. That has not changed since the day we started this. You used to read this part of Wikipedia before I went off on the plot. So don't give me that yeah, shit. You're taking my job. <laughs> Come back to Indianapolis. I'm trying to take over the show. You white people don't want to do the work that us black people have to do. Just like you don't want to pick lettuce. Fuck you. Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep it non-controversial. <laughs> so basically this movie, uh, it's about a crew of um, space uh, salvage, a uh, team of space salvage uh, specialists like who tow- work for... Huh? Sorry, they're just like they're like tow truck people, yeah, right? basically. Um, and they go around, they collect salvage uh, for uh, the Whaling Yotomi Company. Um, and anything that they collect, they get a, a, par- a portion of when they get back. Um, salvage laws that they set up in maritime, I guess, for, for you know seafaring folks have just kind of moved into space. So if you find it, you get to keep a certain portion of it. But whoever paid for you to go out there gets the majority. Um, and on their way back from a salvage mission, uh, the ship's computer, who is named Mother... Um, Which is so weird whenever they reference it because they yeah. sound like the the forty five year old who lives at <laughs> with his mother. It, it's yeah, it's like it's like uh, what's his Bates Norman Bates mother, mother mother warned me about these. Yeah. So uh, the computer pulls them out of um, hypersleep, which they are in um, to make the journey back and uh, tells them that there's a distress signal coming from a nearby planet and they need to go and help whoever's in trouble. Uh, so they're like, all right, let's go. They Get in, they take their ship down to the planet. Uh, they start go to investigate because hopefully they're hoping that there's salvage there. Obviously, so they pick up some more salvage. They pick up more money. Uh, and they go down and investigate. They find a derelict ship um, on the planet, and uh, they come. They decide that they're going to go in and look and into like, it. They're like, see that? In thirty years, they're going to make an awful movie <laughs> about what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be horrible which with the, the heroin you can't get behind. <laughs> we find out we make the same mistakes that they all make. Let's bring something bad back to the ship. Uh, so they go and investigate the ship. Um, they come across uh, a the alien. Uh, Do you think this movie was representative of uh, needing more uh, border security in our country? <laughs> <laughs> a giant space wall. <laughs> look, look what happens when you let them Mexicans in. They'll be hugging your face and <laughs> taking we're, over your ship. Gonna, we're going to build a wall to make the aliens pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Vic. Don't you go anywhere, son. Yes. Uh, so they go down. Uh, they, they explore the ship. Um, 
the uh, one of the guys gets lowered into a big hole. I would not, under any circumstances, have volunteered for that fucking job. Like you're not dropping my ass in a, in a big hole on a black like, folk. We planet. don't go to space. <laughs> That's for white folk. White folk want to go to space. There's a black guy There's in a, this movie. For there the is. Yeah, <laughs> the quest love of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so they lower the guy down in the pit, and uh, he very cliche crew, right? Yeah. Goofy guy, mm-hmm. uh, black dude who's super smart and, and and you know kind of a jokester in a way. Wants money. Yeah, just like Money yeah, motivated. like yeah, exactly, like the cool guy. Yeah, uh, you know, wasn't was there a tough the, chick? The whiny yeah. bitch. Yep, the whiny chick, the 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 seemingly cool but incompetent captain. Yeah, yeah, and then every, the creepy doctor. Yeah, I think you're right. I think every every character is cliche. It's like you know you've got just like you said you've got all those different characters and you see that in other movies too. So yeah, I have to agree. But do you Never feel thought like about they that. pulled it from this movie since this is one of the first ones? Possibly. So, um, yeah. So they, they go down. Um, there's three of them on the away team, as it were. Um, and this guy who was picked as the red shirt goes down into the hole. They lower him down. Um, and he comes across a basic hatchery with a bunch of uh, leathery-looking eggs. And at that point, I would have said, get me the fuck out of here. I'm done. <laughs> As you're hanging there, uh, hey, uh, you yeah, want like, you know you what? There's bring, nothing. No, no, up. it would have been like this. Hey, there ain't nothing down here. Just pull me back up, and uh, we can go now. Let's and just... I would have kept that shit to myself until we were all the way fucking back home. <laughs> hey, y- y- that's y- how that would have y- ended. Y- y'all remember when you lured me down that hole? Yeah, you want to know what was really down there? <laughs> I took a selfie with it. We ain't going back. <laughs> yeah. Here, that's what it looked like. So he looks and he tells me, "Yeah, oh, there's there's a fine mist. It seems like, and uh, there seems to be these leathery eggs." He looks at a little closer and realizes there's something inside of it um and it's moving and uh then it opens up and he puts his face directly fucking over it which is another very bad idea and uh hold my beer watch what i'll do (laughs) hold my beer (laughs) and something jumps out and fucking attaches itself to his face and uh they pull him out of the hole somehow because i guess they figured out he was in trouble and they take him back to the ship and Ripley, who is played by Sigourney Weaver, believe it or not, explains to them, "No, we're not fucking letting that thing back on the ship because um, it's contaminated, and uh, you're gonna fuck us all up." And for whatever reason, they're all arguing with her about this. The only sensible one, yeah, completely. And then the other thing that got me on this is um, she's saying, "No, I'm not letting you in." And then whatever he just hits a couple buttons and lets himself in. Why were they having this argument? No, I thought the one dude let him in. <laughs> Yeah, because there's an override. It doesn't make any sense that there's an override if she's got control of it. Why is there an override that keeps her from being able to stop really going in? can't really trust a woman, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> you put her in charge, but to, we really didn't want her in charge. There needs to be a man around with some sort of codes or something uh. to override their bullshit. <laughs> Misogyny didn't end in space. We're kidding, ladies. We love the ladies here on the Showdown podcast. <laughs> so they bring him back on board. They take him to the medical bay. Um, and they proceed to try to remove, uh, well, they remove his helmet and they try to remove the thing that has attached itself to his face, more commonly known as a face hugger. Corey Miller. No, that's a nut hugger. I'm a nut hugger. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, sir. I'll have you know I hug nuts. You realize he just said, I'm a nut hugger, and I'm going to find that and cut it out and use it as a drop. Say it again. (laughs) Nope. Ah, that's right. 
It's not going to be hard to do, dude. I can do it. Um, so, yeah. So uh, they they experiment a little bit. They try to get one of its fingers off, and they realize that if you touch it, it basically chokes the shit out of the person it's attached to um, and tries to kill them. So they decide to leave it alone. But then they get the bright idea to try to cut one of its fingers off. And when they cut it, acid comes spewing out of it and starts to eat through the ship floor by floor. Yeah, like several floors. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, I would have been like, look, throw his ass back outside and let's go. Because some point, someone just has to do the right thing for the rest of the crew. It's like, listen, dude's dead. <laughs> he may be breathing, but it's not him that's doing it. Like, do let's, you see this thing is breathing for him? Like, let's just push him outside. <laughs> He's not going to know the difference. <laughs> He can breathe. That thing's attached to his face. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the thing attached to his face is breathing for yeah. him. So, no. They decide they're going to, you know, try to help him out, and they, they try to make him comfortable, <laughs> and they leave for the night. Uh, and they come back, and he the thing is off of his face. Hooray! Hooray! Um, and they're like, let's find it, because <laughs> we don't want it to stick to one of our faces. And uh, they go on a hunt. Or our it. nuts. <laughs> or our nuts. Uh, and it just kind of... This movie's full of a lot of really fucked up jump scares. And I remember like being younger going, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Every time they did it, because I just wasn't expecting it. So they kind of put the jump scares in very good places. And one of them was, uh, you see this thing's tail start dangling down and moving, and you think it's about to grab onto her, mm -hmm. and it just falls over and dies. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought it was going to do something, and it didn't. Uh, so they then... Instead of, like, looking after this dude and, like, going, this thing was attached to his face, um, but it's not anymore, so we're just going to play with it, and they decide to dissect it, even though they know it's got acid blood. I just think they should have thrown it out the fucking door and left, but... Yeah, what's the point? You know it's an alien creature. What's the point of dissecting it? Freeze the bitch. Knowledge. Freeze it and let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which but... is what they should have done to that dude, and actually, Yafik Kodo brings it up, like, several times, like, freeze his ass. Why don't we just freeze him, take him back, and let the them deal dude? with it? Yeah. Yeah. But keep in mind too. Did you think the white guy was named Yafik Kodo? <laughs> but keep in mind too. I actually would have if you would have given me the list of names, I would have voted black guys is Ash. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ashy. Completely different thing. I was thinking it, I let him say it. <laughs> oh, Corey was thinking something racist. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, when when uh 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 fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Anyway. So did we. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I was, I know what I was going to say. These guys are junk. Or, you know, these guys are just going out. They're scavengers. They're not scientists. So why are they dissecting anything? Well, they're scientists on board, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to remember that they, they're, they're a scavenging team for a company. And that company has paid for a doctor and a scientist to be on that ship. Okay. So it's still, I mean, and they, it's their ship. Like, right. <laughs> no, I, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So, um... Dude with the with that had the shit on his face is besides like some extra acne marks marks he seems to be okay. They're joking around with him. They're like, yeah, we're happy that you're back. And they uh, they go to eat. And uh, as he's about to uh, eat his dinner, he starts coughing. And then he flips over on the table, and uh, his chest bursts open. Um, and, and then the song plays. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Oh wait, completely that's, different movie. That's <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't want you to explain what that is. <laughs> That's all that needed to be said. Go the ahead. The alien pops out of his chest and proceeds to kind of look around the room 
check out what's happening, see where his mom is. And when he realizes his mom ain't around and the black guy's got a knife and is about to stab his ass, he runs for it. <laughs> he just takes off across the room and disappears. Um, and at that point, they're all fucked. Every one of them. Because now the alien's loose on the ship. When they had the chance to throw the fucker out the door, they didn't take it. They didn't stab it in the eye when it came out of the dude's chest. Now they got to deal with the fucking loose alien on the ship. Um, and they're all like, all right, well, look, it's small. Can't kill us, probably. We could take probably. it. Was there any, was, was anyone Asian on this crew? No. No. I bet, because if, if there would have been an Asian person and they saw, like, the thing pop out of the chest, they'd have been like, oh, it's Gojira! <laughs> 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 So uh, the chest burster comes out. He runs across the room, gets away. They ha- they take chase, try to find it, um, and it's just disappeared because there's an entire ship. And the thing's like the size of what? A, a small eel. And uh, there's no way they're going to fucking find it on that ship. Um, but they start searching around looking for it. They also start trying to figure out, you know, what the deal with the planet was. And at some point, I don't remember exactly when it was, but at some point, Someone figures out that Mother was like, oh, by the way, that wasn't a distress signal. That was a warning. We shouldn't have gone to that planet. <laughs> I would have been pissed. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, yes, I didn't get that. So, like, so wait, okay, so the, what was the first signal that came through? The first signal was a distress signal, SOS. It was an SOS from the ship. From Mother? Well, there's no way they called the ship. No, no, no. Mother heard the SOS and woke them up to say, hey, there's an SOS coming over. Okay, so then the next. Oh, so then the next one was don't come here. Right. Which most likely came from that crashed ship. It just was now reaching them. But on top of that, like wouldn't like that's supposed to be like some alien ship they've never heard of before. How the fuck did Mother decipher what that thing was saying anyway? Electronics. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But maybe um, that ship's. Uh, maybe that shit was called Father. Maybe. maybe they just knew each other from a previous marriage. I deserve that. <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, self-deprecation. I love it. Um, so they uh, are looking for the alien. They can't find it. Um, as they're searching for it, um, they start improvising weaponry because they're scavenging a salvage ship. They don't really have weapons on the ship. So um, the genius and the engineer come up with flamethrowers um, because fire pretty much stops anything. Um, and they start searching and they come across the uh, discarded skin of the baby alien, which has now doubled in size at that point, I would say based on the size of the skin. Um, So it's growing extremely fast, and uh, now they're worried, which they should have been from the start, but all of a sudden it's a priority uh, to find this thing and kill it. Um, But it's picking them off one by one, um, and they can't do anything about it. Uh, So after it takes out half the crew, um, Strigorny Weaver comes up with a plan of, uh, let's blow the fucking ship up and get get away on the escape pod. And uh, her, her Yafik Kodo, and uh, the other chick on board, because there's always two, uh, she, and all she does is scream and cry. Like, most annoying character in this movie. Yeah, most definitely. That's all she does the entire time. Probably related to that bitch from Prometheus. <laughs> it's very, very possibly. possibly. <laughs> Ancestor. Uh, so they, she tells him, look, um, we can't find this thing. We need to blow up the ship to kill it. Uh, you guys go that way. I'm going to go this way because splitting up's a good idea. And you guys go get air canisters 
um, which I'm still not quite sure why they needed those. And I'm going to go start start prepping the ship for launch, which she goes to does. And the entire time she's doing it, I'm going, close the fucking door behind you. Close the door. Like she walks in there, leaves the door wide open, and then just sits down with her back to the door and starts working on the ship, which eventually, um, due to screaming, she leaves the ship. No, she went to go find that fucking cat. Yeah. That's what it was. They were collecting shit. She heard the cat that apparently is allowed to be on spaceships because there might be rats on the spaceship. Um, and they go. she goes to find the cat. <laughs> there was a rat. A I rat sized alien. I would have fucking... I don't understand it, but I would have left that cat. Like That cat would not have been a priority for me. Um, but she goes looking for the cat, and the cat provides more fucking jump what scares in this movie. What if it was a movie. dog? <laughs> the cat provides like a bunch more jump scares in this movie than anybody. Um, so fuck she, my question, right? Uh, I didn't hear you. Yeah, question. we kind of ignored it. Oh, I said, what? What if it was a dog? I still, you're a dog person, right? I am a dog person, but I still would not have risked. Fuck look, that dog. It's that dog or that alien, and um, or me. Uh, I'm sorry, Bow Wow, but you're you're toast. Little Bow Wow. So she's sitting with her back to everything. Yeah, she's sitting with her back to everything, and she's trying to figure out, like, she's trying to, to figure out what's going on. And she realizes she has to go get the cat, so she goes to get the cat. And that requires her to go all the way through the entire ship to find this cat. The cat's on the bridge of the ship, which is on the other end of the ship. Um, she goes and gets the cat and mysteriously has a cat box, throws the cat in and heads back. In the meantime, she starts hearing screaming because the alien has cornered um, Prissy Bitch and the black man. And Prissy Bitch is just sitting there screaming. And the black man is like, move, bitch. I'm trying to light it on fire. And she's just standing in the way screaming. He's like, move. You need to move so I can light this bitch up. And she won't fucking move. She just keeps standing there staring, now, screaming. I would have just lit her ass up, too. Uh, now, here, now I, I want to say this. Do you, re- you realize, you know, you said that a bunch of people have already died and it's down to the three of them. Yeah. You realize something? What? Black man didn't die first. That's true. Also, uh, <laughs> he tied second to last. Also, one of the characters that we thought was a human was actually uh, like a robot. Oh, yeah, I did miss thing. that. Don't I did forget that. that. That's major. So um, I did forget that. So let's rewind a little bit. And uh, you should really add a rewind thing in there. That'd be kind of cool. Um, anyway. I just did. <laughs> Not your horrible impression of a rewind. Um, they find out um, at one point Ripley is sleeping and Ash... Um, who is the science officer and works for Whaling Yotomi Corporation, um, sneaks into her room and tries to impregnate her with the alien. Which I don't quite understand. Because we found out... Because because you find out that... uh... That corporation knew about the aliens, and they were they were want, for whatever reason. I think they were trying to bring them back. They have been looking for. Yeah, them. they've been looking for. And, and, so, and it was it was classified as a as a top secret weapon, and they wanted him to secure the weapon and bring it back. Well, his idea to secure the weapon and bring it back was to impregnate Ripley with an alien, which I'm not sure where the fuck he got it from. Unless he found, like, another egg inside of that fucking dead whatever. But he wanted to impregnate her with it. And then the idea was to put her in stasis and take her back. And then the alien would be in stasis and they could get it. Which is exactly what fucking Yafikoto told him to do in the first place. Yeah, that guy was... Not so... (laughs) <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. So, uh, yeah, so he tries to kill. Uh, he tries to kill Ripley. Um, everybody comes in and starts fighting him, and we find out that he is a android um, that has been put on the ship. And 
they only find this out because Yafikoto smashes him over the head with a, uh, a an air bottle of some sort. And when he does that, um, he starts going crazy and he starts making these weird noises. And then all of a sudden he uh, starts spinning up milk and icing and fuck you. And uh, <laughs> so um, when she gets back, let's go back to uh, her getting the, the ship ready. Uh, Yafikoto. Great idea with the can hurry up music. Dies. First thing you should do is go back well, in the movie. To where we were. So Yafikoto dies. The, the, the silly bitch gets split in half by the alien's tail because uh, they show it go between her legs and then go straight up. So we know that he fucked her up. I've had um, that same problem before. And Sometimes, then, uh, you know, she too much runs, D. When she realizes that what's happened, she runs back to the ship. She sets off the uh, self-destruct mechanism and the alien stop corners her before she can get to the, to the drop ship. So she runs back and tries to turn off the self-destruct, but she didn't do it fast enough. So the ship's still going to blow up. So then she runs back to the, to the uh, drop ship, gets in it and tries to fly off and uh, she does it so she gets away from the ship the ship blows up like five times by the way and when that happens she's like oh, okay cool I'm gonna take all my clothes off and get half naked and go back to sleep after she put the cat in the stasis pod and uh, while she's setting everything up you Great realize that there is a fucking alien inside of the piping of the ship because his hand pops out and tries to grab her tit and when she gets scared she runs into the room and puts on her uh, space EVA she naked she have a naked no. tit at this she's, she's wearing a pair of panties and like a little shirt thing granny panties and the alien does try to actually grab her tit yeah his like hand comes out and almost grabs her tit he wouldn't it burn it. it off? Huh? Wouldn't it burn the titty off? No, because his hand's not acid. It's just oh. his blood's acid. Um, so yeah, well, he, he wipes his mouth first. No, because that's just water of some sort. Oh. So, or uh, slime. Anyway, uh, you can't keep a fucking timer and then ask me questions, fucker. So she puts on a spacesuit. She buckles herself into the seat, and then she what pisses the What if he cut himself, off? and he had cleaned the wound but gotten some of the acid blood on his finger? Then that would happen. Would his blood burn his own fingers? No. Okay. His skin's impervious to it. So uh, she turns around and waits for him to sneak up behind her. And when she does, she turns around really quick and says, Boo, bitch, and opens the door to the uh, to the airlock, and it sucks him out the door. He tries to stop himself, and she shoots him with a fucking uh, harpoon gun, which, for whatever reason, they have. And uh, that's the end of the movie. Well done. <laughs> Can you insert applause? Oh, never mind. It always sounds like shit. Nope. And this motherfucker goes, let's rewind. Now let's speed it up. <laughs> he gets one clapper. This is actually the first time I've actually made it. slow clap. <laughs> uh, first of all, you didn't really make it. Yeah, <laughs> you just said the end after you heard the... That's the end of the movie. Literally the end of the movie. Um... So yeah, that is the end of the movie, <laughs> which means we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Give us, a, uh, we'll give you our social media information, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Showdown Podcast. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's commercial time. Corey, go ahead, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on. Oh my God! Hang on, Corey. What? What? What is that in your chest? Oh my god! Oh my god! The alien just came out of your chest! Corey, are you okay? Oh, oh no, not again. You can't give me social media out, so I guess we'll go ahead and go to Vic. Uh, you can find me online anytime as MillerKing51 on social media. You can also find me online gaming as Black and Angry. That's B L A Q and Angry. You can also find me and uh, Corey, if he survives the chestburster, um, on our podcast, the Miller Times Podcast, where we review, rate, and sometimes B-rate TV shows that we seem to like or love, but love to hate. 
That was a great promo. Uh, okay, Corey, go ahead. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and go. You can find me at bradscottcomedy.com and on Twitter and Instagram at bradscottcomedy and uh, comedian Brad Scott on Facebook. And also uh, find the showdown at the showdown pod on Twitter and Instagram and the showdown podcast on Facebook. Click like somebody should. All right, Corey. Corey? So um, in memoriam of Corey uh, Miller, uh, you could find him at one time at NKL Gonzo on uh, social media and um, Letterboxd. This is a little awkward. So uh, back to the show. Join us for our next episode, the Corey Miller Memorial Battle Royal Classic. Let's get back to the showdown podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the Showdown Podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure you go rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Google Play. All right, so we are back, and I think uh, we've had enough time to deliberate, gather our thoughts, so now it's time to find out if indeed... uh, while many of the crew of the S. S. Sigourney Weaver <laughs> did not survive, we will see if this film indeed did. So, Vic, well, uh, I think you've kind of tipped your hand. So well, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, let the people know? As anyone who has listened to our show before knows, as Corey mentioned earlier, this is a Survivor series of a... Um, movie that I picked for a challenge um, for myself and because of my love of this movie is why I picked it and uh, this was actually picked one of my choices so um, I don't think that we would have thought I was going to go against this movie I guess I should say so obviously for me it's a survivor I can watch this movie like every day and still enjoy it still knowing exactly where the jump scares are still be kind of surprised and and I, I love this movie. There's there's no this movie set a precedent in my love for sci fi horror movies, so uh, okay, I'll go next. I I hadn't seen this movie this the first one since I was uh, you know, I think a kid. I think I mean I've seen it on like t- I've seen it on T V, I think occasionally, you know, but I don't think I'd ever sat and fully watched it since, you know, I was a kid. And I gotta be honest. It's a very slow movie. I mean, there's nothing like scary remotely that happens until a half hour into the movie. And I had a long weekend <laughs> and I fell asleep. <laughs> so I, I, I woke, I mean, I, I woke up and I, you know, I went back and watched, you know, parts and stuff. And as as good of a movie as it is, I think this is a case where I like the sequel so much more. Aliens, I think it's such a better movie, and so for me, it does not survive. Mm. All right, Corey, it's one to one. I'm back. You know, um, 
like I said, I don't really have a, a, a history like Vic does with the movie. Uh, but having uh, several years ago, uh, Best Buy had the whole series on Blu-ray for like twenty bucks. Uh, so I bought it, and I was like, I, I've got it. I've got to sit down. I've got to. I've got to watch these. And first of all, I want to say that this movie on Blu-ray is amazing looking. If you haven't seen it on Blu-ray, it they did an excellent transfer of it. You've got to see this. Uh, having said that, yeah, there are some slower parts in it, uh, but I can I can deal with that. And and I for me, I think this movie definitely holds up, and it's a great film. It's was never in my top 100 movies of all time. Uh, it has recently gone into that. So therefore. It's a survivor. It is a survivor. It goes into the Hall of Fame. I figured that. And I mean, again, it's a good movie, but for me, it didn't hold up like I thought it was going to. And I like the second one so much better, which I'm guessing true fans of the franchise know that the second one is just a you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, every time fans, I like movies like that, I'm always told by the diehard fans of it that I'm an idiot and wrong. So, And that's completely not true. I, I agree with you. Like, Aliens is a much more exciting movie, um, but the first one to me set the precedent of what the aliens were. She as, wasn't as wearing a, a giant robot suit. <laughs> so this movie, you know... She put on a giant like space suit and, and used a harpoon, but yeah, no. But no, I, I definitely get that. I get that. So <laughs> it goes in the Hall of Fame. That part's done. The reason we did this movie is because the new is it a is it a remake? Is no, it a no. reboot? It's, no, it's a prequel. No. It's, it's a prequel. Still, it's still yeah, it's still a prequel. Uh, but it's a it's a sequel of no. the prequel. No, no. No. Uh, they're they're not even counting Prometheus at all. Prometheus is a one-off, is a standalone movie, and this is from Ridley Scott himself. He is classifying Prometheus as a standalone movie. Covenant is going to have the same characters, like Michael Fassbender is going to be in it, and he's reprising his role um, as David. But it is not actually a sequel to Prometheus. It's the start of a trilogy of prequels leading up to Alien. This movie. So you're gonna see what actually happened, what caused the the shipwreck, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff that happens. I call I call bullshit on Ridley Scott in in this case. If you're well, gonna recast Michael Fassbender as the same character that was in Prometheus, it's a it's a sequel to that. Have you forgotten that? Um, no, because uh, even um, even in Alien versus Predator, um, the Ash the Ash uh, Android shows back up. Mm-hmm. Because it's this, it's a line of androids. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the exact same Michael Fassbender, David Android. It's an android that's mass produced, so it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the same one. Okay, so then why, why not have the Michael or Lance Hendrickson back? He was he played the android in, yeah. in this one. Why not have him back in as the android in Prometheus and in this and Covenant as well? Because then you can no, really in, then in, you can in really Prometheus say that he was the true. original guy. Okay. He was the actual guy, and they didn't start. They didn't make. They made the line of of his characters were after David. Do you understand? Yeah. So the three that are coming up are prequels. They didn't make that line of androids until after David. So that line of androids hadn't even been created yet. Okay. Okay. I, I, okay. I can kind of go with that, but I'm still. I still think it's a sequel. But um, the man who made the movie disagrees with you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well. What are your thoughts? Do, do you think are you are you excited for it? Do you do you think it's you know 
I don't know if I'd say excited. Because you said you didn't like you didn't like Prometheus. Hated it. Should be banned from uh, schools and <laughs> other institutions. But and you didn't really care for this a one. A blemish on the history of filmmaking. You didn't really care for this one, and you thought that Aliens was better. Um, I liked so, Alien Three because it had rock. Yep. Um, so, so are you looking forward the to this? Hunters are- you know, every alien movie has like a lead black man in it. Now that I think about it, it's just, it's got like, it's got a one black guy in the movie. That's affirmative like affirmative action. Yeah. It's no, they're they're No. Cause they're all, they're always like a, like a, a very upfront character. Is Danny McBride, the black guy in this one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. What I'm you- looking forward to it, but I'm not excited. I'm excited for it. Right. In September. Well, yeah, but we're not talking about that. I'm just, I understand that. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're I'm excited to... for that movie. This movie, I'm looking forward to seeing probably Friday while my daughter's at school. I am interested to see, like, the, the most exciting part about this is because they are, these next three movies are going to be, are going to explain where this movie came from. So they're going to answer some questions like, why the fuck were there so many of those eggs there? Like, how did all this happen? When there was only one alien on that ship at the time, like there's just a bunch of shit that's a, that's gonna actually it's a Hispanic alien. <laughs> it's gonna have a lot of shit. That's... <laughs> it's now an you, alien, alien. Now you mentioned Danny McBride. Do you think, in, in terms of, uh, of him as an actor, he's who's most notably known for uh, comedies? How do you think he's gonna play into this film? Do you think and could, because it's not really a comedy? I mean, obviously it's not a comedy, but it's That'd more of a fine. sci-fi. Do you th- but he's going to probably be comedic relief, right? Yeah. He'll be the guy that he'll cracks be, a couple of jokes, yeah. who's he'll maybe a little the, lewd. The, like the funny, yeah, funny, ridiculous, like engineer or something. Or he'll be, he'll play, he'll play the ridiculous coward. They all usually have one of those in, in each one of these movies. So he'll be the guy that's, that's just like skittish about everything and, and like, but always cracking jokes to try to make people, you know, think he's not afraid when he is. I don't know. I think the one trailer I saw, it made it look like he might be the, the standout. He might be one. One of the not the final person that's left, but maybe one of the final two or three, and maybe the quote unquote badass of the film. Uh, Danny McBride is the badass of the film. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I know. I, I think it. I think it might be interesting. It'd be a different thing for him. Maybe he'll start <laughs> start something new for him to get into. And, and not and not only that, people didn't know if they would believe Rick Moranis as a football coach. Uh, then you get little giants, know. Vic. Prove <laughs> you wrong. Uh, I, I mean. He he's writing he's writing the new Halloween movie so and so it, he's he said that you know he likes horror films so maybe this is something to to stretch those those acting skills so I, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how how he does in this film are you going to see it in the in the theaters yeah oh yeah definitely most definitely definitely literally just said that second I know ago. I know I'm probably gonna go I'm see confirmed. it Friday while my daughter's at school okay <laughs> again. <laughs> I might it, time time pending, which probably won't happen. So I'll probably end up having to wait. It's gonna be another one of those things of don't tell me about it. I want to know exactly. Oh god damn it! We're not gonna be able to talk about this for eight months exactly until, until it's on uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, or until it goes to the dollar theater. All right, that's our episode. I should have known this song would come back. I tried to think of another alien song. There was a Britney Spears alien song, but I didn't know it, so I didn't want to gamble. I thought space. They're in a jam because there's an alien. Different kind of space jam, but yeah. 
And then there's, of course, the, uh, the third, which is uh, just a delicious uh, space jam made of preserves and <laughs> goes great with, uh, you know, peanut butter. On, on toast. On toast, yeah. I so we're all going to go see the new movie. The old movie survives. It goes into our Hall of Fame. Maybe uh, in 38 years we'll review Alien. What are they calling it? Alien oh, Covenant. Covenant. And we'll see if uh, it holds Well, no, because when the next one comes out, when when this, this next sequel or the second part of the trilogy comes out, he'll make us do Aliens. Yeah. So. Probably. <laughs> uh, He's pushy like that. <laughs> Dear God. Okay, so this, <laughs> so this, this is this, we had a great episode right up until now. Yeah. Uh, so for Vic Miller. <laughs> yep. So nice to have you back, buddy. It was fun being here. I know. It always feels good to come now, home. Go back to Delaware. <laughs> 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 One too many black men in the room, huh? <laughs> uh, Gregory Miller. Yep. I am Brad Scott. This has been the Showdown Podcast. Fucking the nuts, boy. Oh my god, buddy! What's that in my chest? I think it's an alien! Oh no, it was just some weed smoke, buddy! With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.